All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So back to Elijah, um, King Ahab says, you're the troublemaker in Israel. And Mm, honestly, for some people, their ministry is making trouble. And that's what they do. And that's a prophetic ministry. So prophets come out of the woods, not the institution. They're free. They don't, it's hard to cancel them because no one owns them. And within Christianity, or within the history of our faith, all the way back to the Jewish people, God has always had prophets from the margins who were a bit eccentric, oftentimes very creative, and also saying things that upset the status quo in the institution. And so today, what we're seeing is, I think a lot of those prophetic voices have moved online because they're not welcome in the church. And part of the issue with the Christian church in the West it is not built for men. It is built for women and children. Wow, and I, I have a wife. Yeah. I have five kids. I have a grandson. I have a grandson on the way. I pastor one of the most remarkable churches with the most incredible people that I love with my whole heart. But at the end of the day, if you get the men, you lose the war. If you lose the men, you lose the war. And, and what happens is, I mean, I could tell, you know, for certain guys that are alphas, you walk in, you're like, that's a beta. You know, I'm an Elijah, you're an Elijah, you walk in, you're like, dude's an Ahab. 
you know, I had a guy come up to me recently. He said, uh, he said, I've been looking for a church for many years. He said, I have one criteria. I was like, what's that? He said, if I walked up and slapped the pastor, would he take it or come at me? Mm. I mean, that's good. uh, That's good. Yeah. yeah, That's a good question. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go to your church. I was like, well, you don't have to slap me. I promise you, I will come at you. So, (laughs) yeah, you know, it's, but, but at the end of the day, what happened was, is during the world wars, you're a soldier during the world wars, uh, the able-bodied strongest best men, the Elijahs and alphas, they were all deployed largely overseas. During that time, there were no young, strong men in church. Church was older men, women, and children. So in the absence, you got older men who were more like grandfathers and therapists. They were encouragers. And then the women took over the church. So now the songs, the Mm. decor, the programming, it feels more feminine. And also they're building programs for women and children. Well, then all the men come back from war and they're like, you know, I had a, I had a group of buddies that I fought with. We had a mission. We had an enemy. We had a band of brothers. I come back to church. It doesn't feel quite right. And so ever since that time, the church has been largely built for women and children and men do not go. Mm. And, and, and now what we're seeing is with the absence of good husbands and fathers, we're seeing that the government is replacing fathers. So, you know, my favorite shirt that we have is more fathers, less government. Yeah. And my, my thesis is that women feel comfortable in a masculine environment if it's not angry and aggressive. Men do not feel comfortable in a feminine environment. Yeah. It's why my wife will go to a sports bar or a game with me, but I will not go to the nail salon with her. Right. And so most churches, when you walk in, you're like, this ain't for me. Yeah. And uh, the <clears throat> dude leading this ain't like me. And so the question then is, how do we get the men, especially the young men? So like at our church, one of our biggest ministries is men's. It's called Real Men. Yeah, I, have got I love that. Army yeah of men. I mean, we have to go to two nights. We don't even fit in the building. And now I'm seeing, you know, like 300,000 young men a week tune in. And I'm just doing the dad verbal process download that I've done with my three sons who are now, you know, one's married, one's engaged, one's a senior. And it's a whole generation of guys who are like, okay, on the left, here's what they offer me. Uh, Cut your uh, genitals off. Um, bedazzle your life, uh, have mental health, uh, wear a mask, get a jab, sit home, you know, downloading porn, vaping, watching, you know, um, disconnected, isolated, alone. And then just be dependent on your mother into your mid thirties, you know, and, and at the end of the day, if you're a young man, you're like, is there anything else? You know, is there anything else? And it's like, yeah, there is. That's why the latest report that came out said for the first time since I think it was 1970 or 1975, the majority of 12th grade boys are conservative. Praise God, because they're looking at saying, I don't want to cut my sack off and, uh, you know, drink Bud Light and spend my days, you know, declaring my victimhood while the government pays my bills. I mean, you want, if you're a man, God put greatness in you, you know, and Paul says that men are the glory of God. And when you call that out of a man, especially a young man, you give him his dignity back. He's like, Hey, I I got something to live for. I got a wife. I got a kid. I got a, I got a calling. I got a job. You should want to accomplish more young men to be activated. So you get into the church. You're like, where's the freaking men and where are the strong men and where are the good men and the men who have been built up to bless women and children. And if you walk in, you're like, good Lord, this looks like the sons of Elton John. Of course, you're not going to stick around. Yeah. They're good on the keys, but other than that, they're good for nothing. Right. 
All right, we are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRIC's nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA, your 401k, or your savings from the fallout from this landmark announcement? You can diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which, if you're not paying any attention, is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Get a free information kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by the physical precious metals is right for you. It's super simple. Free knowledge is vital knowledge. All you got to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off on August 22nd. Ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to get worse. Please, please think about your families. Arm yourself with the information to protect your retirement savings. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, that's GRAHAM to 989898 right now. No, no, I like that. I, I really like, <clears throat> I like the back history there a little bit where, where you talk about how the church changed during the World Wars. Uh, in one of my books, I talk about it from more of a societal perspective where I talk about, <clears throat> uh, basically I call it uh, garages and uh, TV dinners ruined America. It, it is kind of like the chapter and it talks about how, you know, back in the day, uh, businesses closed at a certain time and <clears throat> that, you know, you, uh, you didn't have a garage unless you were super rich. And so most people got home generally around the same time. They all parked on the street. They had to see people. Hey, John, how you doing? Da, 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 da. It led to interaction. And now people have garages. It, you know, people get home from work. They go straight in the garage. They shut the door. They order DoorDash and they watch Netflix. It's isolation and alone. You brought up something that I really want to talk about. <clears throat> and that is something that I am seeing. I've got uh, older nieces that are now dating. Uh, one's married. One could be engaged here soon. Who knows or whatever. And I have a big problem with a lot of these people that they're dating <laughs> because just it seems to me that we are constantly you know, back, like you said, World War II, at 14, 15 years old, you were a man at that point. Like, I mean, you had people lying about their age at 15 to go storm the beaches of Normandy. And then it became, well, you're not an adult till you're 18. And now it's like, well, you know, actually, you're not really an adult till you're 21. And oh, now the studies actually show, you know, your, your, your brain isn't fully developed and all the chemicals are balanced until you're about 25 and so on and so on. We seem to be making people children for longer periods of time these days. Um, I, I come from a broken home. I was raised by my grandparents, my maternal grandparents. And so they raised me very much like it was 1930. All right. And, and so, you know, Praise there's God. zero, yeah. zero chance they would not go to jail today <laughs> because of uh, the discipline <laughs> that I got zero chance. Uh, but, but I knew, and a lot of people get mad at me about this because I, I'm open with everybody. I tell my sons right off the bat, because they're my oldest. Uh, I said, hey, 
I said, uh, you better have a plan. And because that's what my grandparents told me. I love you and I ain't going to let you starve or sleep underneath a bridge, but you better have a plan. Like you better know what you're doing when you graduate or when you turn 18 years old. Yep. You Get activated, move forward. Yeah. Man. You better have a plan and you better figure this thing out. Is it, I'm curious your thoughts because this is leaning into the debate of um, Christianity dealing with demonic uh, oppression and things like this. You talk about the Ahab spirit. Do you think that Christians are allowing an Ahab spirit into their homes and things like this by by raising these beta males that that think, oh, as long as, you know, I just whatever, I can stay at mom and dad's house till I'm 25 or 26 years old. And, and oh, I can be a YouTuber or a TikToker and I never have to leave the house and do all this kind of stuff. Do, do, do you think that there are Christians that are um, able to be demonically or evil oppressed that um, that have accepted Jesus, that they, that they can be oppressed by demonic entities and things like that? Be, and, and do you believe that that is one of the causations for this beta wave of young adults that seem to be coming along? Yeah, we created a life stage called adolescence, and it used to be you were a boy and then you're a man. And usually in most cultures, there's a, some sort of rite of passage where yeah. the men say, now you are one of us, yeah. you know? And now what we've done is we've extended adolescence. The average guy is over 30 if and when he gets married. Um, at that point, he's got so many addictions and dysfunctions that mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's barely even pe peering out the sphincter to follow the light at that point. He's been so far head up, you know. Yeah. So at, at that point, you've got a whole generation of guys that literally they've taken about a decade and they've just wasted it rather yeah. than investing it. And, and a lot of these guys were over mothered, under fathered. And if you have a, this is going to be offensive at some point in <laughs> the interview, okay. we always offend. We're officially there. The, the loving overbearing, domineering fear-based homeschool controlling religious moms want to make sure that Johnny never has to do anything difficult, which means Johnny will never get strong. Yeah. Life is like the gym. It's the, it's the resistance that builds the strength. If you remove the resistance, all you get is just weakness and brokenness. Yeah. And so the good news is the church is the only place left. There's a national organization for women. There's not a national organization for men. We're now talking about toxic masculinity and you know, at the end of the day, like, well, our God is Jesus Christ. We know what a good man looks like. And so we understand healthy masculinity. I'm telling you, the church is the only hope we got. I mean, if you're a guy and you're like, okay, I, you know, I want to get married. I want to get a job. I want to have kids. Like I want to do what every other guy in the history of the world um, before this complete woke apostate agenda entered into Western civilization, where do you go? Go to the church, man. That's where you got to go. Only if the men are there, though, are we able to help. And so for me, I mean, I've got a son who's 17. He's a senior. I got a son who's 21. I'm going to officiate his wedding uh, here in a couple of weeks. I got That's a son awesome. who, um, it's his birthday today, turns 24, oh, wow. just had his first son. And so like with my three sons, I'm like, hey, boys, here's the good news. Everybody else is in the pits. If you can just get your car on the track and start getting a few laps in, you're decade ahead. Yep. So I'm like, hey, they're all getting married at 21. They're buying a house. They're having kids. They're doing ministry. And it'll be another decade before the rest of the guys even find the keys to their car to get out of the pits. So I'm yep. like, hey, 
at this point, you don't even need to be impressive. You just need to get up while it's still single digits on the clock, find a pair of pants, show up to work and try and you're a freaking unicorn. What's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's Coffee, BlackRifleCoffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's Coffee and support my friends of over 10 years at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go get America's Coffee, fuel up on freedom, BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. And I also, I also, me and my wife are very much on similar pages. Uh, she is, <clears throat> she deals with uh, trauma, sexual assault victims and things like that. We have a, we, we have a charity that deals with that kind of thing that we, yeah, our wives would get along great, brother. Well, well, That's my girl. There you go. There you go. And, and so, yeah. you know, so she always leans more to the grace side. I, I am not as extreme as, you know, my family was that led to me being raised by my grandparents, but I'm very much, you know, I think that we have this weird thing where that there's naturally this thing that needs to occur between fathers and sons because sons, sons need to have that innate sense in them that they want to be in charge. They want to be the leaders. They want to this, which is going to lead to, which is going to lead to conflict eventually, because, you know, at some point, a son will challenge a father, you know, at some point, you know, uh, there will be tensions, there will be this, but all of that outside of obviously the extremities people before you clip this and say that we're about abusing your kids and things like that. It's not what I mean. What I mean is, Sons need to know, no, dad is the boss, dad is in control, you know, this is the head of the household. If if you want to do it your own way and do it better, then be a man, grow up, go get a job, and then do it better than I did. That That's what I tell my sons all the time whenever we have disagreements of, oh, this isn't fair, or, oh, well, you get to blah, blah, blah. Hey, I love you more than anything in this world. If you think you can do it better than me, you got about five more years and then you can, you know, you can go do it better than I do. And 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 I think that's healthy. I think men, boys, men, you know, adolescent, puberty, everything, I think they need to know that, hey, this life is hard out there. And, and, and if you think that I'm going to take it easy on you here once you get to a certain point, I think all we're doing is setting up the future men of our society to be weak, frail, apologies if you wear them, skinny jeans people <laughs> that, that just walk around and just just let women be the head of the households and, you know, oh, well, you know, whatever your mother says, that's what we're going to do. It, we, we just, to me, we need to, we need to get back to showing men what being a man is actually about. Absolutely. And there was a study that came out that says literally... Uh, statistically, from those who are unbelievers, masculinity is learned from your father. You pick it up. Shocking. So the best, <laughs> yeah. So and so you got a whole generation of guys. Well, like if they didn't have a father, then they need a father figure, a spiritual father, like Paul was with Timothy and Titus and Onesimus. And so you know, there was a certain point. I love my wife with all my heart. You know, next Tuesday we celebrate 31 years of faithful wow. marriage. She's an incredible woman. But there was a certain point with each of our boys. I was like, babe, I got this. Yeah. You know, like. 
I mean, I got this at this point, like he's now taller than you and his voice is dropping. Yep. And uh, you think he's being disrespectful. What he's trying to be is differentiated. Learn how to not just be mama's little boy, but grow up to be a man. Yep. That's where I tap in. And I want to put courage in, and I want to help my guys make good plans and I want to help them to succeed. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you're a grown man and and you've got to figure out your own path. And by God's grace, I had, I had no prodigals. I had no rebels. Yep. Everybody loves Jesus. Everybody's serving Jesus. My boys all want to be pastors. They're all in ministry. And people are like, how do you do that? Well, I, I've always said it this way. Men are like trucks. They drive straighter with the load. Mm. You know, if you've ever driven a two wheel drive truck in, in the rain, you know, if you don't have a load in it, the rear end is all over the, all place. Over the place. Once you yep. load it down, it goes straighter. And so young mm-hmm. men are like trucks. And that's where the Bible says it's good for a man to carry the load while he's young. And so load them up with responsibility, not enough to break the axle, but enough to strain the tranny, you know, enough that they're like, man, I'm having to work for this. And there's something in a young man that he knows that he's built for responsibility, for conflict, for growth, and he wants that. So like even this summer, my my 17-year-old son, he went out of state, joined a construction company for the summer, mm-hmm. and into <clears throat> a church. So like, he's a minor. I can't, he can't rent a house or a car, yeah. uh, but he's going to learn how to frame. He's going to learn how to ride a backhoe, drive a backhoe. He's learning how to, I mean, right now he's working on his vehicles and flipping <clears throat> trucks and He's 17 and he's like, hey, dad, I, you know, I love you. We're good. He's like, I, I've been in your house my whole life. I need to go. It's like, well, you're not even old enough to legally go, but okay, we'll send you. You know, he's just, he's figuring out who he is yep. and he's taking on responsibility and he's making his own money and he's fixing his own car and he's trying to figure out how to build his own house. And I'll tell you, that's, that's a whole lot better than, you know, just getting online and just you know, fiddling over your pronoun. I mean, it's just, it's so stupid. I mean, and and I know that those who are progressive and on the left will say, this is so offensive. We'll just say this. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're an absolute idiot. If you take any of this seriously, it's, it's just, it's buffoonery at its best. There comes a point where, <clears throat> and I got in a lot of trouble a little while ago. I can't remember what it was, but you know, I was talking against uh, the military with this transgender Navy recruiter like thing that they were doing. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, was- the majority of vets are conservative, yep. heterosexual alpha males built for the fight. You're like, Hey, let's put up, you know, it the, has me concerned. Guns. It has me very concerned. And so, so, so I spoke out about it. And honestly, in the grand scheme of the things that I've said in my 10 years of doing this, <clears throat> it was very, it was very light, but, but, but it got us everywhere plastered, New York post, New York times. I know, you know, it, you know, every once in a while you hit something and you're just everywhere. M- my question to you is this, and, and I'm, and I'm switching here cause I want to be respectful of your time is, is about where we are. And, and I heard you talking about this with Charlie. And so I'm going to hit you with it a little bit as well. <clears throat> you hear so many people talk about the end times. You hear so many Christians talk about, well, I mean, it's only a matter of time before, you know, Jesus comes back now. So I guess we might as well just let whatever is going to happen, happen, because Jesus is on his way back and and things like that. I guess my questions to you are two. One, do you, other than the obvious answer, yes, we're in the end times because Jesus has already come and died on the cross and rose again. So technically, yes, (laughs) you know, we're in the end time. Uh, Do you believe that we're in the end times? And, And two, if that is true, it 
is that a free pass for us as Christians just to just puh and just sit around and do nothing? Well, no. So the Bible talks about, you know, the last days of the end times is the time between the first and second coming of Jesus. He comes first time in humility, comes second time in glory, comes first time to die for our sins, comes second time to destroy sinners. So we're waiting for the king and the kingdom and the resurrection of the dead and the lifting of the curse. And and Jesus rules over everyone and everything. And we have no more freaking elections. And finally, we'll have a senior political leader who can handle stairs. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) I can't wait for Jesus to come back. Now, the point is, how close are we to that end? Well, it's been 2,000 years. It could be two minutes. It could be 2,000 years. And to me, the Christians that are just like, well, Jesus is coming back in 15 minutes. To me, like, I don't know about you, like, I'm a football fan, and when there's two minutes left on the clock, mm-hmm. I mean, that's when it matters. That's yep. when the game is won or lost. So to me, it's like, we only have two minutes on the clock. Well, then you better run the hurry-up offense and pound the ball and put points on the board because right. the game's going to be over soon. And I believe in eternal rewards. I believe that people will be punished in hell for their evil, and people will be rewarded in heaven for their obedience. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, like, I want to put points on the board, and I want to stand before Jesus and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Like, I want to walk into the kingdom with a limp, exhausted, and a black eye, and Jesus go, hey, man, you fought the good fight, just like I told you to, right up until the whistle. And, And so to me, you know, that's, it's stupid. It's like, it's like a, it's like a sports team that, you know, it's the, it's the last few minutes of the game and they're like, well, it's almost over. So we'll quit now. It's like, no, this is actually when you need to be the most active. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm a gun owner. You're a gun owners. Most likely I would imagine, except for the few of you that give me one star reviews, but I appreciate you. And when it comes to gun ownership, holsters that we use is the utmost importance. And that's why I'm here to talk to you today about JM4 Tactical, the only holsters that I trust. 100% made in America. That's Texas to be exact. And I love their magnetic technology. Whether I have it on my belt, well, no annoying clips, whether I put it in my truck and it's my truck gun, the magnet is so powerful that it will literally connect inside the door handle. Uh, it's it's incredible and absolutely made in America, which is the biggest thing. They have five different models to choose from. 100% American-made material on top of that. You need to go to jm4tactical.com slash gram right now. Again, that's jm4tactical.com slash gram. Use the code gram for 10% off of your order. Support made in American things. Support companies that are doing the right things. Support JM4 Tactical for all of your holster needs. Go to jm4tactical.com slash gram. Promo code Graham. Yeah, last night, you know, uh, one, I'm a football fan as well, but baseball is number two. And so last night I was watching the Braves game, very similar. <clears throat> Looked like we were going to lose. Top of the ninth, three-run inning, bam, come back and win the game. You know, it's never over till it's over kind of thing. I believe, like you, I believe in the two judgments. A, did you know the Lord? And B, what did you do with the life that the Lord gave you kind of thing? And so I— It's the judgment of rewards, not salvation, but rewards, you know? Yeah. So, So, you know, the Christian who does love Jesus and— does and says nothing versus the one who's active, I think there's going to be different rewards in the kingdom of God. And I don't know about you. I don't know what those rewards are. I just know this. If Jesus is handing out prizes for guys who did their job, I want to try and be a guy who does his job. Yeah, I want it. I want it. So, okay. So to end this out, 
um, because I know your time is valuable. I, I know, I know you got a, you, you got a clock and, and I do as well, but, but I definitely want to bring you back on because I feel like we could have a whole series talking about, uh, you know, new days, old demons, because this is something that I've really, uh, admittedly, I was born and raised assemblies of God, always believed in, <clears throat> you know, evil and demons, but, but at the same time, you know, it was this, this, well, you know, I'm a Christian, you know, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a Christian. I believe in, in, in the Lord and everything. And, and obviously this is a direction that that's really opened my eyes as I've matured myself in my faith and, and as a man and the things that I have seen, like, like that's the thing that kills me about people today. How can you see what's going on and not be like, Oh, maybe, maybe there's a spiritual element to all this stuff. It feels like we may have a dark enemy. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like maybe, maybe there's something dark and evil at the heart of all this stuff. My questions to you to, to, to end this out are, for because we had we had a conversation right before we started, and, and I won't get into specifics of it, but 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 there's a lot of people out there that listen to you, that listen to me, that that are seeing and hearing and knowing the same things that we're seeing, hearing, and knowing, but they yep. don't know what to do about it, and they don't know where to go. And there's a lot of people across the nation. I've had these conversations as you have as well. It's a lot of people across the nation that have just churches, spiritually dead, non-truth-telling churches, what do people need to do? Because they see what's going on. Like, like, like they know it's there, and they know their family needs to be in church, and they know they need to be doing more, but they don't know where to even start. What, what would your message be to those, to those listeners right now? Yeah, and um, I mean, I love the church. I, I've been a, a pastor most of my adult life, and we planted a church together as a family, a Trinity Church here in Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, we served together as a family, and it's a beautiful, wonderful, happy church. I mean, it is, and so for me, I look at the days of Noah when everybody's just rebelling and drinking and just carousing, and what did Noah do? He built an ark for his family, yeah. and he invited others to come on it. Jesus says in the last days, they'll be like the days of Noah. And the question is, if you're a husband and father, how do you build an ark for your family? You're like, you know what? I'm probably not going to save the White House, but I need to save my house. I may not save the, the culture, but the culture of my home can be different. So mm -hmm. first and foremost, it's how do you build an ark for your family and encourage other people if they want to join you to do life with you? It leaves two questions, and that is... Um, do you need to move to find a church? If God's people and worship and friends for your marriage and friends for your kids and spouses someday for your kids to marry, all my kids, they all served in church with the person they married. I'm telling you, if you're serving Jesus together, that's probably the best foundation. Mm. So if you're looking at it saying, we don't have a good church. Well, if church is a priority, I think you, some people need to move and they are. There is a mass migration going on, especially post COVID. Because the thing with COVID was we didn't know who the cowards were yep. until COVID came. And then as soon as it's like, hey, uh, did you register for church? Here's a blue dot on the floor for six feet and here's a mask. It's like, okay, well, thanks for making it easy. We know who all the cowards are. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, is if, if you don't move for a church, is there a church near you that has a good leader? Maybe he's got bad governance. Maybe he's got a bad board. They need support. They need you to come alongside. They need you to, to help. Is there a church plant in your area that somebody does have some courage that you could be a part of? And or for some people, it literally is like, 
do we need to just find God's people and start a church of some sort or kind? Because uh, if you can't find one, you may need to start one. And I do know a lot of people that are moving. I do know people who are trying to help pastors and churches get up and going. But I do know some significant leaders who are just like, if I can't find somebody to follow, maybe God's calling me to be the leader. And so that's what we're seeing. And I, I think what you're seeing is the denominations are pretty much all going south and to the left. Yep. The networks are going south and to the left because Ahab always gets to be the boss. That's the way that it works. And if you're an Elijah, you're like, I can't follow an Ahab. And so I've got to maybe start my own thing. And so for me, I mean, I was willing to go to church and, you know, but then my family was literally, my, my teenage sons called them, my, my sons called the meeting and their family meeting, dad, seven years ago, we need to plan a church we can't find one we're really excited about. We miss your Bible teaching. We want to do it with you. And so I planted a church with my kids, but especially with my sons, just because they wanted a church to go to. So dad planted a church for us and now it's exploded. I mean, we don't even fit in our building. We got to figure out what to do. So many other people are just, they're dying and they're starving and they don't even know it until they show up and they're like, oh, the Bible was taught and the people were happy and the guy didn't apologize for the scriptures. He proclaimed them they're like, okay, that's my church. And so there's a great opportunity for those who have courage and those who have clarity because it is such a pitiful minority. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I couldn't agree more. Um, Amazon tried to keep it off, but it's on there now. Your book, uh, New Days, Old Demons, is uh, is it available everywhere now? Is that where people can go? Where can yeah, they go Real to get Faith. the book? Com, the, if you go to realfaith.com, the sermons are there. The book is there. Amazon's got it. There's no publisher, so you can't cancel me. There's no endorsement, so you can't attack my friends. And I'm not taking any money from it. I'm giving it away to the Man. ministry, so you can't question my motives. So, you know, to me, it's just a prophetic word that I believe God wanted me to say. I've said it, and if it helps people, great. And when you think of the demonic, too oftentimes we think of like the exorcism or Rosemary's baby, an individual. I want to look at the demonic culturally is what's going on in our world because this world is governed by Satan, who is the God of this world. And if so, how do we understand what's going on in the culture? I love it. I love it. And where can they go? Realfaith.com can get the book. Where can they Real go? Faith.com. Just realfaith.com across the board for you. Pastor Mark. Bible teaching, pastor. Yeah, it's all there. Marriage stuff, parenting stuff, books of the Bible, theology. It's all free. It's all, you know, donor supported. And I just give away Bible teaching. Love it. Absolutely love it. Pastor Mark, I feel like we could talk for five hours. I'll be back uh, on, brother. Yeah, Pick yeah, yeah. We'll well, we we, we got to make this a regular thing. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Pastor Mark Driscoll. Go to realfaith.com. Get his new book and check out all the amazing teachings that he has. That's all we have for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you all again next time.